Welcome to Your Confident Self, the podcast that empowers women to step into their boldest, most confident selves. I'm your host, Allegra Sinclair, and I'm here to help you unleash your full potential in every area of your life. From the boardroom to the dance floor, we'll explore practical strategies and mindset shifts that will help you show up as your most confident self in every situation. Join me each week as I either bring you a lesson straight from my own executive coaching practice, or I dive into conversations with inspiring women who have overcome their own fears and self-doubt to achieve amazing things. From entrepreneurs and executives to artists and athletes, my guests will share their stories and insights so you can learn from their experiences and apply their lessons to your own life. Whether you're ready to ask for that promotion, start your own business, or simply feel more confident in your own skin, Your Confident Self is the podcast for you. So grab your headphones and get ready to unlock your full potential. Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Today, we're talking about how to build confidence and transform your life for the better. Someone asked me why I talk about confidence building so much. It is because I know the potential it has to transform your life. I share this with you because I want you to see that confidence is something that you can build on. Like anything else, it'll take time and effort, but the end result will be worth it. It's no secret that self-doubt and insecurities can hold us back. But the good news is confidence is the key to unlocking new opportunities and freeing yourself from those limitations. When you trust in yourself, you can watch doors that you never even imagined swing wide open. So in this episode, I dive deep into the world of confidence and its power to revolutionize your world. I'll spill the beans on what confidence really means and how it can turn your life upside down in the best possible way. We'll say goodbye to those sneaky confidence killers that have been holding you back and hello to a new and fearless you. Oh, and did I mention the best part? I'm going to share five super easy actions that will skyrocket your confidence starting right now. So if you're itching to break free from limitations and embrace the full life you've always dreamed of, stay right here because this episode is your personal guide to building unshakable confidence and you will not want to miss a moment. So let's start with confidence. What is it and how it can change your life? Right now, you might be feeling a little bit embarrassed, a little salty, or a little angry that you haven't created more of what you want from your life. But while you're still breathing, there's no need for the saltiness or the anger because you can change it. A lack of confidence will keep you from doing many of the things that you really want to do and creating the things that you really want to have. Keeps you from applying for better paying positions in your company that you are legitimately qualified for. Lack of confidence affects your relationships. Every A lack of confidence affects how confidently you show up or whether you even show up at all. When you feel confident, you naturally engage more at work, and at play. That's because when you're confident, your energy draws the right people, things, and opportunities to you. 
So why is it that some women do seem to have all the confidence in the world while others struggle to believe in themselves even a small amount? There are a lot of variables, but there's one big lie that trips women up. Maybe you've always believed that confidence is all about where and how you grew up or the experiences that you've gone through. Now, those things do have an effect on your confidence, but there's another more important truth that counts even more, and that is that confidence is a skill. Confidence is appropriate application of your track record to the opportunities that are in front of you. Confidence is, I know I can do this new thing because I've done this before, or I've done something really similar before. Being able to see the relationship between your current situation and your history is a skill. And this skill gets quicker and easier over time. The wonderful thing about skills is that they can be learned by anyone at any time. So that means even if you don't feel confident at all right now, you can begin developing this vital skill in the next five minutes. So confidence is not solely determined by your upbringing or your past experiences. It is a skill that can be learned and developed over time. So here's a quick look at how confidence can be cultivated intentionally as a skill. You start with self-awareness. Self-awareness is recognizing your strengths, acknowledging areas for growth, and understanding your values and aspirations. Did you notice that I didn't mention weaknesses? That wasn't an accident. That was by design. Focusing on your weaknesses has never made anybody more confident. But gaining a deeper understanding of yourself helps you build confidence from a place of authenticity and self-acceptance. Confidence is often hindered by limiting beliefs or negative self-talk that undermines your self-worth. We've talked about that before. That's not a new concept. But identifying these limiting beliefs and actively challenging them is crucial to building confidence. By reframing negative thoughts and replacing them with positive and empowering beliefs, you can shift your mindset and boost your confidence. Now, this one's going to sound a little counterintuitive, but setting goals is a powerful way to build your confidence. That doesn't make sense, Allegra. What are you talking about? (laughs) As you accomplish smaller goals, you gain a sense of achievement and belief in your abilities, which helps you set and achieve bigger goals. Celebrating these successes and milestones along the way reinforces a positive self-perception and encourages you to take on greater challenges. This is one of the things that worries me about this everybody gets a trophy thing we have going on. Without goals, your confidence can't grow. So if you know right up front that you don't have to actually set a goal and achieve anything and you still get rewarded, how is that going to help you build your confidence? I think it has the opposite effect. You feel like someone has to give you something because you can't earn it, which isn't true. I believe that we need concrete examples of achievement to build our future confidence. Building confidence also involves pushing beyond your comfort zones and embracing new experiences, intentionally seeking out and engaging in activities that make you nervous. 
we had a podcast guest, was it last week or the week before, that was talking about the magic that you can find within discomfort that helps you grow. So gradually expanding your comfort zone helps you build confidence and realize your potential. Each time you step outside of your comfort zone, you prove to yourself that you are capable of more. So I said that confidence is a skill and that that requires practice and persistence to improve. So engaging in activities that align with your passions and interests and a commitment to continuous learning and improvement equals improved confidence. The more you practice, the more confident you become and the greater your confidence grows. So remember that building confidence isn't an overnight transformation. I know, I wish I could click my heels together three times and suddenly have magical confidence, but that's not how it works. It is a lifelong journey of self-discovery and personal growth. But by treating confidence as a skill and actively working on its development, anyone can build a solid foundation of self-belief and unleash what they're really capable of. So how does confidence change your life? The more confident you are, the better results you're going to get in work and in life. Confident people seem to get more opportunities and have better experiences than those with less confidence. And it's not because confident women are smarter or luckier or they were born under the right astrological sign. There is nothing random about being ready. Confident women get more opportunities because they believe in themselves and so they operate from a position of strength. So instead of walking into a situation hoping and wishing for scraps, they walk in with the insurance that they are just as talented, smart, and qualified as the next person. And more than that, that they deserve everything that's available to them. So in general, it is true that confident women attract more opportunities in their careers. Because confidence plays a significant role in how others perceive you and respond to you which can directly impact the opportunities that come your way. So here are a few reasons why confident women often enjoy greater career opportunities. They make great first impressions. Confidence exudes a sense of competence and self-assurance, and that makes a strong impression on others. This can lead to increased recognition. People remember you, respect you, and think about you when a promotion or an opportunity for career advancement comes up. Confident women tend to communicate more effectively because they express their ideas and opinions with clarity and conviction. They mean what they're saying, and they say what they mean. This skill enhances their ability to influence others, build relationships, and seek out opportunities for growth and development. Confidence also allows women to step out of their comfort zones. Remember, we just talked about that. How do you step out of your comfort zone? You take calculated risks. This willingness to embrace challenges and seek new experiences can lead to valuable opportunities that other people may avoid. Confidence also leads to more proactive networking and relationship building. Confident women are more likely to approach new people, engage in conversations, and establish connections. Your expanded network can provide access to opportunities, mentorship, and what I call those silent opportunities. They're never posted, they're never advertised for, but somebody mentions it to someone who mentions it to someone, and then you're able to take advantage of it. 
Confidence instills resilience and the ability to bounce back from setback or failures. So confident women are more likely to view challenges as learning opportunities and maintain a positive mindset, which allows them to persevere and bounce back. Now, I'm not saying that confidence is the sole determinant of career opportunities. So nobody say I said that because I didn't. It undoubtedly plays a significant role in influencing how others perceive and respond to you in a professional setting, which creates a favorable environment for your career growth. Whether you realize it or not, confidence impacts every area of your life. So if you struggle with the skill, don't worry about it and stay stuck. You can learn how to build up your confidence and step into the life that you really want. Now, before we kind of bring all of this to life, I'm going to give you an example of someone who's embodying confidence. But before we do that, let's talk really briefly about what's undermining your confidence. What's hindering your ability to build confidence? Because without confidence, it's easy to stay stuck in situations that you don't like. It could be a relationship that's not working, It could be where you're living in a neighborhood that no longer serves you. It could be a job you hate. A lack of confidence convinces you to stay in that situation that you dislike. So understanding the cause of your low self-confidence is the key to overcoming it. Here are four of the most common reasons that women lack confidence. Reason number one, frequent self-criticism. What does that look like? You're always worried about what others see when they look at you. You worry that people won't like you because of your hair, your skin, your nails, your favorite color. You complain about how you look and you talk negatively about yourself. When you have a constant string of negative thoughts about yourself, it's really hard to feel confident. So instead of being a mental bully to yourself, Stop and ask yourself, what are three good qualities about myself? What do I like about me? If you can't think of anything, ask a supportive friend or someone who loves you. I bet they can very easily come up with three things that they like about you. So the first thing that undermines your confidence is frequent self-criticism. The second thing is trauma. Now, I know that's a big word and a weighty word. Trauma comes in many forms. Sometimes it's something as simple as being bullied on the playground as a kid to more serious forms of trauma, sexual assault, sexual harassment. You could have had a tragedy occur in your life. All of these things are trauma. And to make sense of trauma, your brain tries to come up with a reason for why it happened. So even if the event was random, like um, you were in a car accident, someone hit you, You may blame yourself. Your brain's thinking, okay, there was a trauma here. Why? Right? Your brain tries to resolve why this random, awful thing happened. So you may start to think that you were bad in some way or you deserved whatever this thing was that happened. When you have low self-confidence stemming from trauma, it's really important to seek out professional help to work through those feelings. That's not the thing that you can shop away or eat away, or ignore. Trauma unaddressed remains active in your life. So don't be afraid to seek help if there is a legitimate trauma that is undermining your confidence. The third thing that undermines confidence is unrealistic expectations. So sometimes it's not about what you're thinking about yourself, it's about what you expect. 
So if you think you have to be perfect, if you think it's important to be perfect, if you are raised by people who told you that it was important to be perfect, you may believe that everything you do needs to be perfect. I just want you to raise your hand wherever you're listening to this, if you believe it's realistic (laughs) to expect yourself to be perfect. I bet there's no raised hands. We often struggle with unrealistic expectations, and that leads to so low self-confidence because we believe our identity is tied to perfection in the things that we do. So if we do something imperfectly, okay, here comes all the low self-confidence and that self-bullying we were talking about. You might even label yourself a failure or a fraud. The best thing to do if you recognize that you are dealing with unrealistic expectations is to take a step back and ask yourself if you would have those same expectations for anyone else. Would you expect your best friend to be perfect? Would you expect some, would you expect your partner to never forget an appointment? If the answer is no, then maybe you can extend that same grace to yourself and help you build confidence. So the last thing I'll talk about that helps undermine your confidence is past decisions. Everybody has a past and all of us have done some things, at least one that we're ashamed of or that we wish we hadn't done. How about if I say it that way? But some women are hyper-focused on what they've done previously and it's living with them today. Something they may have done 10 years ago, they still wake up daily and beat themselves up over a past decision or a past action, because they're stuck in a cycle of not forgiving themselves. These women remind themselves all the time of all the ways that they have messed up. You are not a mistake that you made. You are not a decision that you made. Right now, in this moment, you can make the best decision possible based on what you know right now. 10 years ago, you did the same thing. But today, you is a different you than you were 10 years ago. So it's unrealistic to try to measure yourself with today's ruler for something that happened 10 years ago. Think about all the experiences and the learning that has happened in your life in the last 10 years. That's not really fair to judge yourself on things that you were not yet familiar with. When you're stuck on your past decisions, you're telling yourself that you're incapable of growing. You're behaving as though and talking to yourself as if you can't learn from previous situations, and that's not true. So regardless of whatever happened in the past, today is a new day, which gives you a new chance to be a new version of you. So low self-confidence doesn't have to be a curse that you carry around for the rest of your life. With awareness and coaching, you can overcome it and become a more confident you. I was talking with a coaching client last week because one of my favorite coaching tools around confidence relates to that TV show, Ally McBeal. I found it on Hulu. Y'all can see it as well. I don't even remember. I think the show might be 15, 20 years old. But there was a character on there named Renee Raddick, who was best friends with the Ally McBeal character. And she offers some invaluable insights into the nature of confidence and how it plays out in real life. Renee is bold and self-assured. She radiates confidence in every area of in every area of her life. So here are a few lessons that we can learn from this character. First, 
to build your confidence. Embrace your uniqueness. Renee is different. She's a lawyer by day and a very foxy, sultry jazz singer by night. But she fully embraced what is unique about her and celebrates her individuality. It would never occur to her to try to conform to somebody else's standards or seek validation from other people. She is all about expressing her personality, her opinions, and her style, and showcasing the confidence that comes from knowing who she really is. She also owns her own voice. She isn't afraid to speak up and assert herself. She confidently communicates her thoughts, desires, and most importantly, her boundaries, which allows her to be heard and respected by others. This is a great reminder for us about the importance of finding our own voice and using it to express ourselves authentically. One of my favorite uh, aspects of the Ally McBeal show is the relationship between Allie and Renee, because they really demonstrated the power of strong relationships and the power of surrounding yourself with a supportive community. Renee in particular is really fierce about maintaining friendships with people who uplift and encourage her and create a a positive environment that enables her to get even more confidence. I love that reminder to us that cultivating healthy healthy connections is critical for nurturing our own self-belief. Finally, Renee exudes self-acceptance and embraces her physical appearance without seeking external validation. She is all about showing that true confidence comes from within and is not dependent on societal beauty standards. She is stunning, but she's in a world where everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but many of the characters on Allie and McBeal are tiny, petite, very thin women. And she is curvy and gorgeous and unapologetic about that. And I think embracing and accepting ourselves is a key aspect of building that unshakable, unwavering confidence. So while Renee Raddick is a fictional character, Her example in Alan McBeal offers valuable lessons that we can use about confidence in our real world. So her embodiment of self-assurance, authenticity, resilience, all that good juicy stuff can inspire us to embrace our own confidence. If you have not seen it, get a free trial, go check out Alan McBeal, just look it up on Hulu. (laughs) I think we are introduced to Renee in the second episode, so check it out. If you disagree with me, I'm I can I'm okay with that. Come back and tell me you disagree. So we're going to wrap up today's conversation about building confidence and transforming your life with what I promised, five easy actions to boost your confidence right now. So you have a presentation to give tomorrow, or you have a report that you've been procrastinating writing because you're not feeling confident, or you have a job interview and you really need to show up, but you're feeling nervous you're feeling sweaty, you're feeling kind of like a hot mess. So how can you feel confident right now? Try doing one of these five things. Stop and recall a success. Recall a victory. Close your eyes and think about a moment when you killed it, whatever it is. Try to think of a time when you doubted you could do something, but then you came through with flying colors. Maybe it was your last workout when you wanted to quit, but you pushed yourself to finish those last 10 minutes. And when you were done, you thought it was, you felt amazing. You were on top of the world. It doesn't matter as much what the victory is, but that it'd be meaningful to you. So think about a previous win and boost your confidence because it's empowering to remember a time when you overcame an obstacle 
and found a way through difficult circumstances. Idea number two, visualize yourself crushing whatever the task is. I know this sounds silly, but athletes do this. Athletes who perform at the top of their game often visualize themselves. They visualize themselves sinking the shot. They visualize themselves crossing the finish line first. They actually create pictures in their mind of them in the state that they desire. For instance, in the last Olympics, Michael Phelps, the Olympic swimmer, talked about a mental tape. And in his mental tape, he has a visualization of an ideal swim. So whenever he is challenged or he's nervous or he's worried about something, he boosts his confidence by playing this mental tape in his head to encourage himself to push himself to be as good as he possibly can be. A third idea for improving your confidence right now is to try meditating for a few minutes. I know that sounds a little crunchy for me. (laughs) And if you tell any of the folks who I grew up with in Jersey that I'm suggesting meditation, they might ask me to pee in a cup because that just doesn't sound like something that I would have thought about. But guess what? I can grow and I can learn. And meditation is magical. If you don't normally meditate or you have never meditated before, you can try it. There are a variety of different apps you could download right on your phone. Um, I have one that's called Brain FM. There's one called Calm. There's even one called the Mindfulness app. But set a time, one minute. Oh, you could even do it with your Apple Watch. But you can meditate for any period of time. I would suggest you start somewhere between one and five minutes because you don't want to jump out the gate and say, oh, I'm going to meditate for 45 minutes to increase my confidence today when you've never done that before. That might be one of those unrealistic expectations I hinted at earlier. But when you meditate, you clear your mind of anxiety, frustration, racing thoughts. And with your inner mind calm, you open yourself up to experience true confidence and a deeper, more peaceful belief in yourself. Now, here's idea number four for how you can get more confident right now. I'm going to say dress like you would dress if you were confident. And that's going to mean something different for each of us. Maybe you put on lip gloss. Maybe you did something special with your hair. Hey, maybe we got out of our yoga pants, (laughs) right? If I have to do something that I'm nervous about or I'm giving a presentation, I don't dress like I think I'm not going to be on camera all day. Even though you guys aren't looking at me right now, I'm dressed like you guys might see me at any moment because that gives me a boost of confidence and it gives me different energy, right? Before I get on camera to do my podcast episodes. I want my skin to be as smooth and soft and youthful looking as possible. Maybe for you, it's a meaningful piece of jewelry that makes you feel good about yourself. Put it on. Whatever it is that you need to do that's a physical manifestation about how you feel about yourself, do that thing. You're going to be surprised at how much it boosts your confidence when you feel like you look your best. And then the fifth easy action step is to be prepared. Often when you're going into a situation, presentation, uh, a pitch, an interview, what's most unnerving is all of the unknowns. The what if they ask me this? What if this happens? What if I fail? What if no one likes my presentation? What if I tell a joke and no one laughs? What if the slides don't work? What if I can't remember the question the interviewer just asked me? Those questions and those doubts are natural in the moment when you're coming upon a situation that is fresh and unknown. So don't try to push them away. Don't try to ignore them. 
give a little bit of time to think about them. What do you do if no one laughs at your joke? Plan in advance. How will you respond? So then if that happens, you don't have the kind of dagger to your heart of nobody laughing and then the additional dagger of, okay, now what? Okay, so you deal with the first dagger in that no one laughed, but you already have a plan for what you're going to do. What, you're, what are you going to do if the slides don't move? Think through these things so that you've practiced in advance. You are really confident when you are well prepared. So a great way to boost your confidence is to think through and decide what you're going to do about several different situations that you may encounter. Guess what? Most of the stuff we worry about never happens. So chances are you're not going to have to deal with any of these things, but think about how much more confident you feel that you have a plan in case you do. So you don't have to spend hours trying to boost your confidence before a big event. Even if you just have a few minutes, there are plenty of things that you can do to increase your belief in yourself. So that was a lot for us to cover today. So I have a tool for you. I have a workbook on how you can build confidence. And in each of the areas that we talked about today, which is what is confidence and how do, what does it look like for you and what is undermining your confidence? And I have some key questions that you can ask yourself in each of these areas so that you can actually think about some of the things that we talked about today and decide on a plan for yourself for moving forward. If you want to build your confidence, great. Several of these questions will give you a great head start on the things that you want to start practicing so that you can improve that skill. So to get this workbook, all you need to do is go to the show notes, which you can find at allegrativity.com slash 124. That's allegrativity.com slash 124. Or you can find the link in the show notes right here in the podcast app that you're listening to. So I hope you'll take advantage of that workbook and I hope you'll pick a couple of things to help you work on building your confidence so that you can transform your life for the better. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll catch you next time.